Walter Life with Brent and Jeff. You can't handle the truth. Too bad the Alter Life is full of truth, y'all. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. We're here again. I always get nervous right before it's like our time to come on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, here it comes. Uh. And then, bam, we're off and running, and there's no stopping And the music us. song plays, and then we look at ourselves like, what are we going to do? We have two hours we have to talk. <laughs> no, that's not the true. The fear sets in. <laughs> anyway, um, hopefully you're tuning in after hearing our show from last week, which you could have done on our website if you wanted to catch up. Um, or you could just stop listening to this show and listen to last week's show, and then next week listen to this week's show and so forth. But kind of tying into what we talked about <laughs> last week, I don't know what I just said, but... Um, how God calls us, we're going to be talking about having ears that are prepared to hear yeah. and, and the responsibility on our part to come um, to church or to come to God expecting something, expecting to hear his voice and preparing our hearts to. And we're going to be jumping off from the word of God and the sower parable. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, the one with the needle and thread. So get your gardening gloves out and your rakes and your <laughs> little shovels and we're going to do some gardening. This Sounds evening. good. All right. <laughs> We're going to set the table for the topic this evening, and um, we're talking about the parable of the sower, which all of you are probably familiar with or have done a drama in high school surrounding that topic where somebody was like the sower and dropping the seeds, and then the big bird came, and then the sun beat down and the thorns and vice versa, and then everybody received, put their hands in the air, and then extended them out to the audience. Oh, that's a typical <laughs> Christian cliche of drama. I don't think... Drama ministry. I don't think even 2% are with you at that point. That's <laughs> it's okay, though, because I think they have ears to hear, and that's what we're talking about tonight. Um, oh, not man. to hear us, but to hear what God is saying, and um, you know, hopefully we'll we'll hit some of it, what, of what God's saying in the midst of us <laughs> blabbing. But um, why don't you turn your Bibles to the section where it is, the parable of the sower, it's in Matthew. Chapter. We're not going to tell you the chapter. you got to find it on your own. Yeah, go Just find kidding. it. Just <laughs> kidding. 13. 13. Matthew you should know 13. that. If you were a scholar of the word, I didn't even know it. I'm saying it, but <laughs> I knew it was like, I knew it was in Matthew, you know? Somewhere in Matthew. I knew it was like kind of in the middle, but toward the beginning. So <laughs> I was, uh, I knew the general direction. Yeah. But remember that it was in 13. I didn't know that, but that's okay. It's okay. Now I will because we're here tonight and I'll just kind of remember that. Yeah, that's in 13. And for those of you, obviously, who know the story, we're not going to just continually read verse by verse through it, but you know the idea that there's the ground, the different types of ground that represent the heart of an individual and what they do with the, the word, the seed as its place. There's the, the stony ground. Uh, there's the wayside, you know, there's the, uh, the other ground, the thorny, <laughs> the, the thorny, thorny ground. ground. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the, the really good soil. And, um, we want to be obviously the really good soil because that's the one that bears fruit. But probably at some point in our lives, we can be in any of those categories, depending on our current circumstances, depending on what we're involved in, depending on the people that we are hanging out with, we could be anywhere in those four categories. We're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. Tonight's show is going to be about how to make that soil ripe for that seed yeah. so that it grows and bears fruit. Um, we're going to be focusing on the soil tonight. Yeah, so. yeah, not so much the seed because we talked about that. Right. We talked about The God's seed's call. the same. It's God's calling yeah. you know, on our lives. It's the truth of God's word. Up and Up by Reliant K. When your seed is good in good soil, you're going to sprout up and up. Ah. Oh. 
Don't you love how we make stretches to make songs apply to topics that they don't really apply to? Uh, that's what the altar life's all about. But Stretching. This, this parable, the fact that it's a story that represents a truth, it just kicks us off into like the land of analogy. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Even when they don't work. Yeah, <laughs> they don't work at all. Like branches and so trees. So how do we prepare sunshine. our soil? What do we use? We use hoes and back backhoes and uh you know what <laughs> you know wrenches no <laughs> so in your backyard garden. spades <laughs> spades yeah the ace of spades fertilizer yeah fertilizer, fertilizer works really well yeah a little bit of water a little bit of sun and look you have a ficus plant i don't know what <laughs> ficus plants are but anywho we should probably uh stop talking about meaningless things here's adam watts with meaningless things <laughs> The Ultra Life. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Ultra Life. With Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. All right, that was John Rubin. Sing it like you mean it. And um, that last segment was so terrible because we were segueing into the song Meaningless Things by Adam right, Watts. Right. It was all planned. It seems like whenever we go into that song, it's just like the wheels are off the bus. <laughs> and it's going down a hill. Yeah. No longer is the bus going around and around. It's going up and down <laughs> and over and end over end. <laughs> so this parable of the sower, you know, God sows the seed and um, the seed is his word, is the truth. And it's interesting because the seed's the same. The seed yeah. doesn't change. It's not like, you know, some seed was, you know, day-old seed and some seed was, like, from years ago and some seed was stale. And yeah. The seed's always Some seed new. had, like, technology inserted into it. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about a seed, though, it's, like, chock full of potential. Yep. You know? Like, in that little tiny seed could sprout a huge tree that's beautiful. Um, and there's so much potential in there. And um, just like God's word and his calling, there's so much that God wants to do in our lives. And um, it's that truth, it could produce so much good fruit. Um, it's just up to where it's planted. Yeah. You know? And that's the whole point of the parable is there's so many different ways, our, um, conditions that our hearts can be in for that planted seed. And, um, you know, how do we get that? How do we get our hearts to that place where it produces good fruit? Yeah, I just picture for a second, this is my sick mind, but... <laughs> Um, oh, you know, boy. like sometimes you see like cartoons, and, like the seed goes into the ground, and the ground just like, <laughs> like spits it out. Sometimes that's our heart. We're like, no, I don't want the calling of God. I don't want what God wants for me. And you just like, <laughs> like it's just like the seed goes flying <laughs> yeah. out, it's and the bird catches forehead. it in midair. <laughs> but uh, they, um, wow, you know, talking about it in modern <laughs> modern <laughs> times, obviously, you know, parables, word yeah, pictures, hey, you um, you're like a sower. <laughs> You know, let's not assume that everybody knows what a sower is, I guess. That's true. A planter or a farmer planted some seed. That's basically what it means for all you 13 and unders out there that are listening to the altar. That are non-horticulturists. Yeah. Horticulturalists. <laughs> yeah. You didn't major in agriculture and, and science and all that. But um, needless to say, we are we are just insane. So, um, <laughs> Altar life is the show. Planting the seed is the topic. Yeah. <laughs> what is the soil? What is soil? It's the stuff that dirt. you put seed in. Dirt. It's dirt. <laughs> yeah. Dirt with nutrients and yeah. goodness. You know, just your average dirt in the backyard um, isn't usually good enough. Yeah. You need to go to the Home Depot or Lowe's and get, like, the really expensive dirt, you know. 
the stuff that's got the little multicolored things in it that yeah. you don't really know what they are, but they're like good for the trees. Marshmallows, like yeah. cereal. <laughs> it's Ooh. like Lucky Charms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know about you, but if you just threw watermelon seeds out your back window, you're not going to end up with a, a watermelon tree. This isn't Jack and the Beanstalk here. You're not going to just throw beans out the window and all of a sudden you got a beanstalk the next morning. Um, you need to prepare the ground before you put the seed in. And that's our responsibility and our calling, if you will, for God. He's like, I have this for you. I want to plant it in your heart. But you need to break it up. You need to, to mold it so that it's ready to receive what I have for you. So that was Today by Cadet. Great song. I love um, the, you know just the whole idea of that, you know, why do I wait to love you? And that's kind of kind of ties in what we're talking about. You know, God has this thing for us and we just like dilly dally and we don't, you know, prepare our hearts to receive it. And why? There's no reason for us to sit here with our hard ground, you know, for our heart and God's you know, trying to plant seeds and we just keep it keeps bouncing off like it's steel. You know, yeah, I'm just sitting here kind of a little bit convicted, like in, a, in the way that, you know, we go to church on Sunday, but all week. You know, we've been filling our minds and our hearts with just garbage and, you know, and maybe not just garbage, but just we just haven't been cultivating our relationship with God, you know, the whole week like we should have. And uh, by the time we get to church, it's like, there's the truth. Yeah. And our hearts are just like so cold and we just can't receive all that we need to receive because, you know, our hearts are dark. Our hearts are just cracked and hard and yeah. not watered and you know it's, it's a cool picture of like what the holy spirit is there for you know we talk about how the holy spirit's like living water and how it's important to you know be well watered because we spend our whole week like brent said yeah you know just like sat you know what's the word i'm looking for but like not saturated with the wrong things so that yeah. it's actually like drawing out all the moisture of our heart and it's just like soaking it up and, yeah. yeah and it's like that's what we're spending and striving ourselves so all that's left it's just this hardened shell. So when, you know, how can we expect to receive anything from God when that's all we have when we come to church? We're not watering, we're not pursuing or softening our hearts, um, you know. And sometimes, you know, it's up to us to prepare our hearts. But sometimes God has to step in and, you know, like I said, get the spade, get the backhoe and start digging up. because And, it, and it's painful. But at the same time, it's so necessary. It's needful for us to be you know, the recipients of what he has for us so that God's going to be like, you know what? You need this so bad. I'm going to break it up and it's going to hurt, but yeah. it's worth it for you. Yeah. It's like breaking up that fallow ground the word fallow, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> you know, if you think about what one of those, you can rent one of those little machines that have like the really round blades and they just like chop up the ground and that's how you like dig it up. The so. claw. Yeah. <laughs> the claw. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't know what it's called. It's a road a tiller machine or something i don't know what it is um <laughs> but you can rent them and you know the ground doesn't look if that was your foot you'd be like that would hurt you know <laughs> but the ground obviously doesn't have feelings like that um but that's what it kind of feels like in our hearts you know like that just <laughs> i'm not painting a very good picture no, of this, all the tree huggers just went the ground what? does have feelings <laughs> ah, they're storming um, look they're banging the door right. down <laughs> let's kind of stop us from being on the air you unbelievable this is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was Love Found Me. Love's Got a Hold, December Radio. And love's a wonderful thing, y'all, unless it's misguided. It is. <laughs> there are some people that love the wrong thing. Yeah. They worship the creation more than the creator. And just what we talked about in our last segment kind of 
ignited the flame under us for our unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. We find it very unbelievable how you can be in love with trees, nature, nature. nature. I mean, nature's really cool, and I love being like out in it. Like I love going camping and yeah, um, you know, being outside and you know just the feeling of being in the great, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the great unknown. But when you woods. see that. What does it make you think of when you see that beauty and being out there? It makes me think of God and how amazing God is and the creator God. And um, I just want to worship him. Yeah. I mean, it's for not creating it. Yeah. You're not like, this is the grass of gods. <laughs> but it always disturbs me when I'm walking through the woods down the path and um, I see the... Uh, I see a guy with his arms around a big tree just kissing it. Yeah, it just happens <laughs> way too much anymore. <laughs> I'm like, dude, buddy, get a room. <laughs> tree huggers, as they're called. Yeah. Hugging trees. And it's not just restricted to trees anymore, man. I saw no. a guy hugging stones. I saw them hugging deer. It's like, whoa, <laughs> calm down there. <laughs> You're like, man, he's pining after a pine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. that's that's, that's bad. That was hilarious, actually. I thought. <laughs> that was a good pun. Thank you. But uh, you know, nothing Thank against you. people that love nature because we love it too. I mean, I look at the sky. Praise God. Uh, yeah, I look at the the fall leaves. It's like my favorite season. I'm just like, oh man, I'm not like that. Leaf is so amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. I love that. I will worship it. I'm like, wow, God is so amazing that even when something is dying, He makes it so beautiful, which is a nice little picture of God. And a whole other topic that we could get into, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just in thinking about, you know, fallow ground and thinking about the seed and all that stuff, nowhere is the emphasis on how great the ground is. It's all right. about the fruit that comes from it. Like, it's not like, oh, I love, you know, and it's just a picture. God's not saying go out there and be soil because that's what's better, <laughs> you know, because we will be soil eventually. <laughs> we'll all go back to the dust of the earth. Oh, I just got really morbid. <laughs> this must <Whoa>. be happy. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> unbelievable. Brent, pick it up quick. Say something funny. What's unbelievable is misguided love. Yeah. That's that's what's unbelievable. Misguided love. Don't be a tree hugger. You know, we love you tree huggers out there. We wish that, you know, you had a great relationship with God and um, we love you as a person. But, um, yeah, I'm know, more of a don't uh, hug trees. <laughs> A hug tree people. like back patter. Like I, I don't get the full on bear hug going on. You know, I pat it. <laughs> I'm just like, way to go, good job, add a guy. <laughs> Let's take it from the top, Jables, and this time rock it properly. Hour two is upon us. We're talking about ears to hear, preparing, and breaking up the fallow ground. And fertilizer does more than smell. It has a purpose <laughs> to soften soil and all that. And make it good for the, good for the growing. That's correct. And um, hopefully you guys are having a good time. I know we are. And uh, we have another hour of holy shenanigans, as I always say. And uh, hopefully you'll keep it locked here. Why don't you check out our website, www.thealterlife.com. There you can find some great things about the ultra life you can listen to our podcast you can listen to our webby sodes request a song request a song shoot us an email and also you can read Say our hi. blog yes blog it's a funny word <laughs> blog, blog. <laughs> it's i always picture a guy trudging through the the, the swamp the swamp lands yeah, blogging through <laughs> he's got blog all over his shoes <laughs> <laughs>
Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes. Moron. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All That Matters by Addison Road. And it's interesting in this parable that Jesus is talking um, to um, the uh, the people that are listening, the Pharisees and such, the disciples. And the um, disciples ask, you know, he goes through this whole story about seeds and, you know, um, it's kind of in code, kind of, <laughs> the story, the concept. It's a parable. It's a story about a concept that's true. And, um, you know, he, the disciples say, why are you speaking in parables? And he goes on and says, because these people, the Pharisees, um, and he describes their state. And he says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. The hearts of this people have drawn dull, or grown dull, I'm sorry. Their ears are hard of hearing, their eyes have closed, lest they should see with their ears and hear with their ears. Sorry, see with their <laughs> eyes, hear with their ears. Um, lest they should understand with their hearts in turn, so that I should heal them. And um, he says, but blessed are your eyes, for you have, for they have seen, and your ears, for they hear. For surely I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and do not see it. He's basically saying, you know, it is possible, and these Pharisees were doing it, where they were hearing, but they weren't hearing. They were seeing, but they weren't seeing. There was some blinders on. Um, And how often do we do that? Where we're confronted with the seed, the truth of God's word, and um, we we have our blinders on. We we hear it, but it doesn't, it's just kind of like boinks off our head you know yeah. and it boinks off our heart it doesn't actually find a place um because there's this blinder there's just the, the heart is the heart is hard and that's you know we talked about it back during the holy spirit series brent mentioned it how stephen was talking about all the things that had been done by god to draw people to himself and it says and they were cut to the heart and they stopped up their ears and like ran at stephen and one and they stoned him like they were convicted and then what they did, instead of receiving the conviction and receiving God's word for them that was coming through Stephen, they stopped their ears so they didn't have to listen to it anymore. Yeah. And that's what we can do. And it's almost like not intentional. We just, as we said earlier, we go through the entire week and we do nothing to set us ourselves up for hearing from the Lord on Sunday morning or, you know, throughout the week hearing from the yeah. Lord. We do nothing. And then finally, when we do hear it, we're just like, you know, we got the earplugs in or something or we got the game on in one ear, you know, the classic like thing where you're at church and you got the little uh, radio plugged into the ear and you're not listening to it. <laughs> we listen to it we're like how true that is yeah and we agree <laughs> but we just like walk away it doesn't make yeah, an impact it does like brent said it doesn't take home in our hearts and god is talking about uh getting our hearts prepared and um <clears throat> i like what jeff was saying about that whole you know your heart your heart being hard and fallow ground and um you know I'm just sitting here as we're talking about this topic tonight, just being honest, you know, just feeling convicted. Like, um, we're, we're, our lives are so cluttered with stuff, schedules, and, you know, we have all these fun toys and gadgets that we, you know, to get our distractions, you know, in other places besides the Lord. And isn't it, it's just so refreshing sometimes. Our hearts just go, oh, you know, finally water. When we yeah. sit down and we open his word and we get into his word and we um, just start talking to God and asking the Lord to speak to us and, and, when we have a conscious, make a conscious effort to like, to cultivate, you know, the, the heart, the soil of our hearts. And um, it's so important in our lives to be well-adjusted, um, yeah. um, vibrant, on-fire Christians for, um, in this culture. Where did this tasty lick come from? 
The Alter Life. With Brent and Jeff. All right, that was The Afters, Never Going Back to Okay. And there's a, a versus, verse, a passage, I should say, in the Old Testament where um, the book of Hosea, which is something that is perfect for this type of situation where we get hardened hearts and, you know, we kind of wander away from the Lord and we don't receive what he has for us. It says, uh, you know, this is God speaking in verse 12 of chapter 10. It says, sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. You have plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies because you have trusted in your own way. And that's just, that's a perfect picture right there. I mean, the fact that he says, sow for yourselves righteousness and you're going to reap mercy from God. If you're throughout the week living in a righteous manner and your hearts are going to be soft and what you're going to get back is the mercy that God's not going to deal with us according to our sins, like the Bible says. And, um, you know, it's so important for us to, to draw the line each day and say, you know what, what am I going to do to prepare my heart to hear what God has for me today? Because he has something to speak to all of us every day. He wants us to meet with him and to dine with him, to fellowship with him. And uh, it's so important for us to make that choice in our life. What are we going to do to prepare our hearts for God today? Yeah, the show, The Altar Life, are, you know, we, our vision for this show really is to um, challenge believers, um, us who are Christians and those of us who are new or longtime believers, um, to live for Christ and to live a life that's um, sold out, that's, you know, submitted to God. And, um, you know, that's, so we're talking about that same thing tonight, you know, it's selling out to Christ and, and cultivating a relationship, living for real, being a for real Christian, <laughs> living for him. Um, like Jeff was saying, you know, sowing the good things in our lives so that the, the benefit, the fruit of that is a life that's sold out on fire for Christ. That's what it's all about. And, you know, it starts with what condition is our heart? You know, that's the question for tonight. You know, what condition is our hearts in right now? You know, is it, is it there's thorns? Is there stuff just cl- crowding it out? Is it hard um, or is it good? Is it good soil? Is, is the Lord able to grow good fruit um, in us? Why don't you check out our website? We always ask. No one ever listens because they don't have ears to hear. <laughs> www.thealterlife.com. It's mandatory for us to bring that up at least once a show, maybe twice. And, um, you know, it's it's there's good stuff there, so check it out. Anyway, uh, we have... We'd love to know if you're listening, though. So yeah. if you're listening, shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from y'all. Yeah, before they pull the plug. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we need the vitality. Um, and our hearts can only be um, ministered to by God's word if our heart is softened from that stubborn heart that we always have. You know, and, and we talked about it before where God says, I'll take the stony heart out of your your flesh and give you a heart of flesh, something that's pliable, something that he can use. This topic, we're running out of time, and um, you know, obviously we're hoping that God is encouraging those that are listening. I know he's, he's encouraging me to, you know, this is kind of something that's been on my heart for a couple weeks now about when we go to church or when we're sitting down with the Bible, preparing our hearts. Um, you're not, not just expecting like, okay, God, teach me something now, you know, with this like ultimatum almost like we st- sit there and we're like, okay, who's going to blink first <laughs> attitude. You know, I'm just going to sit there and God's going to have to throw everything he has in me before I commit to him. Uh, but what can we do to soften our hearts, to prepare ourselves to hear God's word? Because I know 
when I'm prepared to hear from the Lord, that's when I hear from him, obviously. If I'm just sitting there going through the motions every day, you know, talking about being a Christian, but not living in such a way that my heart is receiving from him on a daily basis, then that's just lip service. It's not what he has for me. And I'm, I'm selling myself short and also, um, you know, putting up a wall around my heart so that God can't get in there and continually remake me into his image. Mm. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, it, that's it. I mean, it's, it's I'm sitting here just being convicted, like, you know, throughout the week, you know, are we are we doing that work? You know, are we are we setting that time aside? Are we spending time just praying and just talking to God? You know, it's not hard. It's just practical. You know, it's it's daily. It's. It's like living in the real, um, the realization that I have a relationship with God. You know, it's easy to put it in a one-hour time, you know, or a 15-minute time, you know. This 15 minutes is the anointed 15 minutes of my day where I, you know, spend time with God. But the rest of the day, I just kind of do my thing. Um, I think what God really wants for us, from us and for us is that we live minute by minute in the, in the realization of, like, God being with us the whole time, you know. And... Um, in having this dialogue, having a communication, having, um, asking the Lord continually, being in, being current, you know, with God, so that our hearts never get hard, so that we don't allow thorny stuff like bad friends or bad influences or things in our lives to to choke out God's word, um, so that we're never amiss when truth yeah. comes, that it just doesn't like fall to the wayside, you know. Um, I think really, really wants is for our hearts to be in a condition where we're always looking. We're always expecting God to do something. We're always um, wanting God to speak to us. We're, you know, we're always expecting, you know, and right there waiting so that when it comes, it's like, yes, yes, I want that (laughs) truth. You know, I want more of that, you know. Um, It's like the picture of not just, well, now we have to pray more and do all this. You get all legalistic about how much time and things we're doing. But um, I think it's the opposite. It's, It's like... You know, always just living with that realization that God could speak to us now, you yeah. know, and what is he going to say when he's speaking and um, being able to hear it with the ears that we have. Yeah, it's like continually stirring the pot yeah. almost like you don't want to let something simmer for too long because then it starts to get like that skin on top and you got to break it up. But you let <laughs> you know, constantly moving smooth. It's nice. The Altar Life. Music. Truth. Real. Life Giver by Hyperstatic Union. Brent, you know what's it's funny is that we've gone through this whole topic of the sower, and we actually haven't broken it down in the four groups. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I think a lot of times people get bogged down in, like, this represents that, this is that, and this. Instead of just looking at it, the final analysis is, we this is how we want our soil, so let's just get there. Let's not spend so much time talking about how it is already. Because we know that we know that you know we are we get tangled up in the cares of this world. We know that sometimes tribulations come and beat us down so that we can't grow. And we also know that sometimes we just don't give a hoot, and the, it just goes in one ear and out the other. And then the enemy comes and takes it so that we can't even recall what we heard. Um, you know, we already know those things. The focus is on the last one, the, the good soil. How do we get to that place so that God's uh, you know God's word can penetrate into our lives and affect us? Yeah, why well, focus on the negative when you exactly. can focus on the positive? Yeah. That's Joel Osteen's um, motto. Yeah, <laughs> focus on the positive stuff. Yeah, that's not what I meant. It's all right. Just, just blew that. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just wanted to take thunder. a cheap shot. <laughs> no. That's brutal. No, we, we just lost Joel. like ten listeners out of eleven. Like what? You don't like Joel? <laughs> Click. <laughs> And we are going to wrap it up for this evening. We're thankful that you all were tuned in, tuned in to the Altar Life and you were listening. Um, 
we're always amazed and um, blessed when we meet somebody and they're like, oh yeah, I listen to you guys all the time. I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> you do? Um, Get a because light. we just feel no, like we're just normal guys that have real, you know, that love God and and want to follow His leading in our lives. And um, you know, we don't ever want to speak from a high horse. You know, we um, when we're going through these studies, we're just sharing what God's speaking to us, and we've we've not yet arrived in yeah. any of those any of Never. these things. You know, Jeff will say something. Um, and I'll be sitting here like, like, uh, yeah, I'm convicted by that. You know, I really need to be doing yeah, more of that. <laughs> um, so, you know, you can, we're with you guys, brothers in Christ, and just hoping that we can encourage each other to sisters and sisters. Well, we're brothers. <laughs> oh, we're brothers. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm not a sister to <laughs> <Yeah>. anybody. Uh, <laughs> um, but hopefully we can, um, you know, just, we can stoke word of God here and we can encourage each other to live an altar life, you know, one that's pleasing to God and sold out for him and all that fun stuff so that the fruit in our lives and we can impact this area um, for him. That'd be a great thing. Yeah, it would be. And uh, <laughs> you're like, yeah, so that was... So what do I say for the next couple of seconds? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Just I know. Say bye. <laughs> yeah, we, we basically said everything that we need to say. Hopefully God is speaking to you and you're hearing it. And uh, until next week... Be cool cats. Live for Christ. thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.